All right, welcome to the Project Full Heal podcast. This is our first uh, go about this. We've got nothing scripted. We're just going to talk and see how this goes. Completely, I'm Robert. Completely natural, like he said. I'm Ab. And together, we are Project Full Heal. Coming at you with fitness, life, gaming, really all kinds of content planned. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about pretty much anything. Um, it's going to have a general theme of fitness. However, both Ab and I being nerds, Ab, Ab being a former professional league player, we're going to be talking about gaming stuff a lot as well as general nerd life and all of that stuff. So yeah, let's get right into it. Perfect. Um, we didn't have any topics planned nope. for this one, but we uh, just step off the top of my head that I've always kind of wanted mm-hmm. to talk about on a podcast. Um, we could just jump right in if you'd like. Yeah, that's good. Let's do yeah. it. Perfect. Actually, something that I want to talk about was the um, prevalence of professional trainers when it comes to gaming. Like, a lot of these teams are actually getting a trainer to get their players in physical fitness for confidence, for... um, And I think mainly, I was talking to one of them, was mentioning their actual ability to play the game is heightened. Their focus is enhanced. 100%. So, um, again, I'm not super knowledgeable on the subject about professional gaming teams hiring on trainers but you we've talked about this briefly before and from what it sounds like they're almost almost less trainers but more life coaches right where they go in you know they look at their nutrition they make sure that they're eating that they're moving that they're also getting a little bit of a workout in and honestly even for you know obviously esports is a very sedentary activity right you're sitting on your computer you're probably crouched over into gamer mode the entire definitely time, golem right? smeagol mode exactly sure. smeagol mode the entire time so <laughs> Obviously, they're going to be spending a lot of time in front of the computer. So I would imagine that a lot of these professional coaches, the gaming coaches, what they're doing is just doing mostly rehabilitation as well as as well as what's called prehab. Prehab is yeah. stuff that you would do beforehand to prevent injuries from occurring in the future, right? So obviously, if you're spending a lot of time sitting on the computer, your pecs are going to get super tight. It's going to give you that kind of like gamer back where you're all rounded through. That upper neck is going to be tight as well. You're going to have that neck protruding forward. Your hips get weak, your glutes get weak, your core gets tight, your hip flexors get tight, et cetera, et cetera, right? So essentially it just causes that like completely concave shape that we see a lot in sedentary individuals. So I would assume that the professional gaming coaches are doing really simple stuff just to get their guys moving. Because even from a mental standpoint, exercising is going to release positive hormones and endorphins, and it's going to affect your mindset and how long you can focus for, exactly. right? Exactly. A lot of these um, these gaming houses are just a bunch of nerds that haven't yep. ever worked out. They're just kind of put into a, a yep. room, no family, you know, no. Yep. so no one's really there to tell them, hey, you should be a little bit yep. more active, you should get some sun today, you should do the real basic stuff yep. that if you neglect will affect every aspect of your life. 100%. And even... Uh, Beyond that, just, you know, eating properly or maybe cooking for yourself, right? Yes. There's only so much you can get skip the dishes without putting on a ton of weight, right? Yes, and spending um, a lot of money. Exactly, and, and, I'm, and I'm, sh- I'm sure that they have, like, yes. professional nutritionists that are looking after them as well as potentially chefs as well, in-house chefs. A lot of, a lot of the teams, yeah. a lot of the professional teams do have chefs. Um, yeah. Like you said, actually, uh, something interesting was when you're sitting a lot, like mm-hmm. you said, your shoulders get protruded. Yeah. A lot of that actually has to do with um, how your setup is. Sometimes if your mouse and keyboard yeah. or your monitor isn't the right height, you'll be reaching, and then you'll yeah. be in this permanent yeah. posture of reaching for hours. Yes. That is very bad. So anybody that's worked in, like, any corporate environment i'm sure you've done an ergonomics assessment of your workstation before it's uh, yeah. it was mandatory when i was working oh, in cool. consulting uh they'd go by i mean it was so superficial <laughs> like so fucking superficial but they do do ergonomics assessments that being said nobody is sitting with perfect posture mm. for six to eight hours straight period full stop right? There's no way that you could sit there for six to eight hours in that perfect posture as you're gaming everything, getting into it. No way. You just don't. You remember to sit in a good, with good posture for like five minutes maybe, and then it all just goes downhill. And I know it's funny because on my stream, I have um, a thing that reminds you like posture check, high posture, and I'll do it and I'll do it for like 20 seconds and I'll feel my muscles getting a little tired and I'll just, you know, you'll you'll just immediately do this because you're... Yeah, which is yeah. going to the gym is very important. Yeah. Lengthen that time if you can actually yeah. do this for longer. Um, yeah, like honestly, I don't sit with perfect posture. I stretch right. all the time, right? right. Um, but I do have a strong back that can lift hundreds of pounds of weight. But, actually, your posture is not that. I mean, naturally, I would consider. But, but like, I don't sit there with perfect posture all day. Like, I absolutely don't. Um, but yeah, with the professional gaming 
the professional gaming coaches um, for the personal training stuff. Like, honestly, it's just going to be the most baseline stuff. Probably stuff, stuff that's very similar to the uh, One Punch Plus challenge that we did. That is 100% right. Probably a lot of body weight exercises, stuff that's going to strengthen the posterior chain, the backside, right? Your back, your glutes, your hamstrings, all that stuff. As well as the core, just to keep them, like healthy and functional right. a lot of shoulder stuff as well making sure that your shoulders have good range of motion and they're not getting too tight all that jazz it's true this is yeah. true something uh, also that uh, came up was their cardio their heart rate would spike during like really intense yeah. gaming things and yeah, they would sense. and they wanted to create an environment where people are even under stress yeah. they're not hyperventilating you know just you yeah know, walking yeah up thing. and i i think a lot of it was uh, from the coach yeah. that i remember training or doing some coaching with in Team Liquid. He mm -hmm. was a football coach and he made the, the them run oh, uh, really? laps in the morning. They, they probably everyone fucking hated, hated it. it. Yeah. They hated it. I would hate that. <laughs> <laughs> and I told them, I was like, they're not they're not gonna do this. It's like, hey, these gamers yeah. need this shit because yeah. they're they just can't even, you know um their breathing like, is off and like that's that's I think Again, like I don't know the situation. This I personally isn't thought it was in my wheelhouse. I personally thought yeah. it was effective to get but that to seem, run. But that seems like you're kind of conflating two different things. Mm -hmm. Like that's mm -hmm. not. It's not causation, right? Yeah, it's it's correlation, not causation. I definitely just want to because I mean, if if you're if you're sitting there and like you get super excited about something, your heart rate's going to elevate. Does that mean that you're out of shape and you can't focus? No, because no. the human body, right. like physiologically, right. your heart rate is going to elevate when something exciting or intense happens, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you're sitting on a couch. By increasing your cardiovascular system, your VO2 max and all that stuff, it's not necessarily going to translate into right. you know, right. being able to focus and pay more attention as you're like trying to clear mid or something like that, right? So Especially in the gaming aspect. Yeah, that's yes, almost more sure. of a psychological thing where like meditation exactly. would be more beneficial and how to keep calm under pressure. That's what I was going to And the way that you teach that is by exposing people to the pressure that they're going to be facing, right? It's like with Muay Thai and fighting right. and stuff like that. The only way to get comfortable sparring is by sparring. sparring. You would spar in a more controlled manner, like an I go, you go type of thing. Right. But you're not going to, you know, start doing sprints in order to teach somebody to stay calm during sparring. That For doesn't sure. make sense, right? For sure. For um, sure. Same with like, if you're squatting heavy and you've got a couple hundred pounds on your back, the only way to be comfortable with a couple hundred pounds on your back is to have a couple hundred pounds on your back, right? It's by constant exposure to that thing that you're going to be more calm. So realistically, like, I don't know, that seems no, yeah, a little silly, 100%, so to be honest. That's, everyone yeah. did not, was that, not on board. Yeah. However, for example, uh, Lomachenko. Now, now, was he a football hmm. coach? He was an ex-football coach. That, that Was he a gamer and stuff? No. So no. that's where he that was, disconnect would come in, right? Yeah, that's where <laughs> yes. that disconnect yes. would come in. Where he's like, oh, your heart rates are too high, let's yeah, get let's you go. running <laughs> laps around the house. Exactly. It's like, bro, or, really? Or, for example, like, the reason I'm thinking is, like, some of the top uh, athletes in the world right now, like Lomachenko is okay. a yep. very, very famous yeah, boxer. Yeah. He does breath work underwater. Yeah. Sure. Just because yep. when he's when he's out of breath completely yep. in the 12th mm -hmm. round, whatever, very calm. Like yep. you said, it's it's training in that yeah, way. You want to retain your But composure. getting gamers to run Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense too, right? And there's a different between like there's different energy systems in place that the body will use you know yes. anaerobic aerobic or whatever right so by him training in a deprived oxygen state an oxygen deprived state and getting comfortable in that state it mm -hmm. means that when he gasses out and you know the 10th or 11th round right. he's not going to be as freaked out and he's going to be more comfortable in that gassed out fatigue state you're right? not you're not getting that no, like a game no, you're, not just, at all. No. you're just nervous to not make you, a mistake you <laughs> gotta different. train for the sport exactly. and you have to train for the situation at hand right yeah exactly. getting that's exactly. nonsense way more yeah. that's that's very much like I had to um, mention it because yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, that's very much like a, a, a bro mentality. Oh, your heart rates are spiking. We need to, you know, exactly. You're going to make mistakes threshold. under pressure. Yeah, we need to decrease the, the threshold and increase your aerobic capacity. And it's like, yo, they're spiking because they're excited, right? Like, that makes sense. It does. Yeah, yeah. no, it yeah. does. 100%. Yeah. I, I will say, like, being mm -hmm. um, doing a lot of workouts in between uh, games and stuff sure. like that has helped me. Um, keep my heart rate. I used to have a yep. heart rate monitor. I still do, actually. Okay. Maybe well, yep. I got to bring that one back yep. out for the. All but, right, all right. But uh, it, and I would notice, like, yeah. dude, my heart rate's way too high, just stationary, not yeah. doing shit. Yeah. I'm like, I need to get yeah. a little bit of shape. It's just making me feel yeah. bad. Yeah, <laughs> Like I'm like, I'm out of shape. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a big thing is your resting heart rate, mm. and that is a product of your cardiovascular fitness, right, and your aerobic capacity and all that stuff. Um, that absolutely is something that you know, as their trainer. 
he could have addressed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, getting them to run laps, you know, yes, it'll make you more cardiovascularly fit, but is that the best way going about it? Probably not. Because running laps sucks. Nobody, like, some people like running. I hate running. Mm-hmm. Most people hate running, and I think there's a lot more engaging ways of doing cardio than just running, right? Um, even something like skipping is way more engaging, where at least you can get a good flow to it. You know, you could do some True. fancy moves and stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah, skipping is great. I'd rather swim than go for a run. I'd Ooh. rather go on an intense hike than go for a run or a bike ride or rollerblade. Um, right. I would rather just play pickup soccer than go for a run, right? Or any sport. Exactly, exactly. And even fun. beyond just those fairly simple things, once you actually get into a good gym, and we've done a little bit of this at uh, Torque, the gym that I go to, um, a lot of the actual like conditioning stuff, which is, yeah. you know, medicine ball slams, battle ropes, pushing a sled throwing something hitting something (laughs) right or slamming something right just that stuff is way more engaging and it's like you threw up the first time that you did it It, and it wasn't that much too within three (laughs) pushes and pulls of the sled like he threw up yeah and i i want to say it feels like the worst thing to just make a bunch of gamers Mm -hmm. who never exercised do something that is so monotonous and boring and Mm -hmm. just like Let's go, yeah. guys. Jog, jog laps, yeah. like really. Yeah. That doesn't feel like the right way to get uh, gamers into fitness. Really, no, no, not at all. Not at all. That seems like a way to get them away from fitness yeah. and never want to do that shit again. Yeah, I wouldn't. Again, like I don't run. I find it super boring. Would it be beneficial for me? Absolutely. But I'd rather go on a row machine or go on a bike or something like that, right? Um, yeah. When it comes to getting cardio, and you need to find something that you can moderately enjoy most of the time, and that's really what you want to be looking for. You need to find something that you can moderately enjoy most of the time and then just stick to it two or three times a week for, you know, 15 to 30 minutes. And it's really not that big of a time commitment out of your day and out of your week, but the impacts of that compound greatly Huge. to the point where it's not only going to increase your like life expectancy, but it's also going to increase more immediately just your general mental well-being as well as, you know, not getting gassed going up and down the stairs. Your confidence, like man. That. Your yeah, confidence. There's so many things yeah. that you do in life. I mean, you just... I'm not, I don't like, sexually, yeah. even just with the friends, yeah. they need your help doing shit. You're like, yeah. you don't want to be, like, the guy that's just like, oh, I'm tired, guys, I can't lift yeah. this anymore, you know what I mean? Or no, like, you just hit a big one, sexually. That, that's a huge Literally, one. Literally, my take on cardio is that it's bed game training. It's, it's, it's literally bed it's game training. Man. No, actually, like, like if you have shit cardio, your sexual performance is going to suck. It's embarrassing. Dude, it's, it's really 100%. bad. <laughs> That's the case. I mean, I've only got a minute and a half before I'm done. Like, I want the full minute <laughs> and a half, to, right? You go the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, but actually, like, like literally, I, I had this conversation with a, a woman friend of mine, right? Like, completely platonic. We've been friends for a long time. And we were talking about it, and it's just like... Like, I treat cardio as, like, bed game <laughs> training. <laughs> ultimately, at the end of the day, if you have, if your cardio shit, like, it, you're just going to get so tired. Your muscles are going to start cramping. You're going to be like, oh, God, I can't do anything, right? And it's just, like, it's, yeah, yeah it's no, embarrassing. Yeah. And it's, like, literally, that's what I equate cardio to. Is It's like, fun. It's funny because yeah. when I'm doing cardio, I mean, that's that's yeah. something to think about. When I'm doing yeah. cardio, I'm thinking, like, when I'm tired, ty- dead tired. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, gotta be. get that fucking pussy. <laughs> one minute left. One minute left. <laughs> no, gotta last two minutes. Gotta last two minutes. Like, when, when we're doing, like, those sparring yeah, rounds yeah, that you're talking yeah, about yeah. earlier, and it's, like, and it's the last round, yeah. and the other guy's not letting up, and I'm tired. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. like, when I'm jogging, and I'm, I'm five yeah. minutes left, like, it's the last round. I'm getting beat. Like, I need to be yeah. able to... You could be thinking, like, I've had a situation where I'm too tired to, to keep yeah. going during sight, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. if I had just done more cardio. Yeah. And that's a just great way to think about it. Just done more cardio, man, like, 100%. This could have been avoided completely. Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm a pretty big advocate of that, you know, there are baseline things that a human needs. Banging is one of them, right? Lifting shit is one of them. Fighting something. It doesn't need to be another person, but something physical that you can put, you know, not necessarily aggression, but put, like, intensity into is another one. And then obviously like eating and shelter and right. all that People stuff. do a lot of things with intensity. It's exactly, nice. but you need you need something that's a positive outlet that you can just like fucking go at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the easiest thing to point. think of is like sprints are great. They're just an all-out max effort for like five to fifteen seconds, and then you're done, right? Yes. Um, but yeah, something that you can actually like put a lot of intensity into that doesn't necessarily last a long time. I think that goes a long way in not only building a like mental fortitude right and your ability to push through hard things but also goes a long way to build just that like explosivity and kind of like that like it it goes towards building that like intensity that humans need right because generally speaking like our society is a very passive society right 
we live in such a passive society to the point where, you know, everything can come to your front door. You can literally sit in your house for months straight and never leave. It's never been this bad. You can have your groceries delivered to you. Mm. You can have all of your, like, items that you need delivered to you. Emergency shit. Emergency stuff to you. you, Everything. You can, if you're not fit and you do have medical conditions, right, there's even, like, in-house nurses and stuff like that, but that's totally different. But, yeah. Like, true. as a society, we have everything brought to us now. Right? Conveniences. Exactly. Huge Our groceries, any materialistic items that we want to buy, right? Everything is brought to us. And ultimately, like, the convenience is great, but the long-term detriment to just, you know, being able to hermit away for months on end to the mm. point where, like, all your friends are on social media or Twitch or Discord. Yeah. You're not going out. You're, no you're not cooking for them. yourself, you know? DoorDash is delivering your food to your front door. You don't even interact with that human oh, yeah. being. It's, you yeah. could technically go months without looking another human in the face. Right? That is actually very interesting because yeah. before, like maybe like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. a lot of the baseline yeah. um, fitness was just like people walking to school, people walking to friends because mm-hmm. they just like there was nothing to do at home. Yeah. You go outside, go to the park. Yeah. D- d- you would get your fitness just from living a normal life. Playing generally. as a kid. Just being a yeah, yeah being a kid or playing being a kid, right? Just like at that point, like playing as a kid, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't have kids, yeah. but I would imagine that kids these days too are also living a much more sedentary life. Yes. Like if you look at trends of obesity and how it's been trending upwards, decade after decade for the last like yeah. you know five, six decades or so, pretty much after World War II, it started just trending upwards, and especially over the last like two or three decades, where stuff has gotten real convenient as we've transitioned into that like digital era, right, um, which would have been early 2000s was when, you know, we really had that mass shift from analog into digital, and right? And it's only getting crazier, baby. Exactly, it's only like, you know, way better. starting at dial-up and everything, and Soon then... Soon, just have VR, just sitting yeah. there, people just moving around in a chair. Yeah, yeah exactly. It started <laughs> off with, like, dial-up and Motorola razors and stuff like that, and True. now literally, like, VR and stuff like that, and, you know, you can essentially live in a sim if you wanted, and just have all your external goods brought to you, right? Your food, your toiletries, everything, right? Oh, man, that's a completely different topic because the the AI AI age is going crazy. Yeah, you've been talking about that stuff, and I'm... um, (laughs) Well, that's a completely new thing, but it does... AI stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, As, like, like my girlfriend is an artist, right? Mm. She makes art, right? Um, All this AI artwork, like, it's really cool, and it's cool to give power to just the average Joe, to type in, you know, I want a picture of Betty Boop with a scimitar, right? Right, riding a falcon. Just and it's gonna, it's gonna give it to you. Last right? year, you'd message your girl, someone exactly. like your girlfriend, "Hey, can exactly. I get a, this with a scimitar yeah. with a?" Thing? Yeah, or you'd have to sit there and scroll mm. through Google Images, see if anybody else has the same crazy idea. So, but like as like an individual, mm. that gives you a lot of freedom in terms of making things that are cool. We just played Dungeons and Dragons this weekend, and yeah. one of the guys made his token icon on one of the AI things, right? Yes. And like it looked like professional art, essentially. Mm. A digital artist sat there and made his thing, but it was just through an AI generated, right? Mm. Um, so for the individual, it's fantastic, but we do need to look at the future, and it's like, how does that A, impact people who are actually creating stuff, and B, impact just the overall creativity of the fucking human population. That's Where people one. don't need to think about shit. You just put an algorithm into a computer, boom, it pops up what you want, and it's like, where does that end, right? Yeah. All your artwork is now being produced. Um, I was watching a thing. I'm huge, huge into metal, mm. and I was watching. Um, they have the first AI metal band that came out. Yeah, uh, a bunch of guys in Germany made. Interesting. Um, yep, they made a program, and essentially, <laughs> because of the copyright process, they couldn't just like plug in a bunch of metal bands and have it spit something out so they sense. couldn't be like oh we're gonna put in like a little bit of in flames and then dire just the best murder the best just exactly yeah. exactly so what they had to do was they had to hire musicians to come in play original pieces dick around on the guitar for a little bit and the drums and the cool. bass and cool. stuff and it ended up making like it's very viking metal type of thing mm-hmm. um and but it ended up making like a very viking metal type of song and the song's not horrible mm. it's not great it's pretty generic and bland but it's not horrible but for it, it's for still the beginning song. of it's AI. still a song right right and it's only gonna get yeah, smarter it's, it's still a fucking <laughs> song though right so then you start thinking about society in general how you know you end up you know putting all your art is now ai generated all of your music is ai generated 
right. the TV shows and your plots to the TV shows and the writing process is that writers, AI generated. There was right? a huge writer's protest because of it. Yeah, exactly 100%, what you're saying. 100%. They were like, we, yeah. you guys cannot use this because the instant it came yeah. out, they're like, whoa, yeah. we're going to lose our jobs. Like, we, we, we can write a whole show just by inputting what we want to see, right? Yes. Uh, and then have yes. somebody proofread it, check it, make any modifications, which is what they did with the metal band, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, like honestly, like it's again, great from an individualistic aspect where you can make shit that you want to make without having any sort of skill whatsoever, which is really what it comes or down to. to learn from as yeah. well. People yeah. can, I know a lot of uh, fr uh, friends use it just to learn something they have no idea about. Yeah. Now, just, can you, you know, learn through AI? Um, they, it's generally more of like, it gives you, um, like a basic understanding and I'll say, Hey, this stuff, like we're still not, even if they're not, if it's not sure about it, it'll give you a disclaimer. Like we're not sure about this. You should do this research on this. And but this what I'm saying now. is, are you going to learn more from AI or from a person who produced? Something? Oh, hundred percent a person. Yeah. From a yeah. Person. Like, the, like again, like, again, convenience, maybe, <laughs> but, but it, it, it's already convenient, man. You just got to fucking go on YouTube. And this Fair is enough. a big thing true, with like fitness true. and stuff like that. Like all the information is there it's for there. people. And there's a lot right? You, there's a lot of information, there's a lot of bullshit, but the information is out there for people, right? right. Um, it just comes down to taking the initiative and being like, yo, I like, I want to get in shape. How do I go about that? Right? And then going towards the right sources. But yeah, with the AI stuff, like, yeah, from an individualistic standpoint, like, it's great because it gives people who mm -hmm. don't have skills the ability to now use an AI program to generate those skills and generate some type of product. But from a societal standpoint, like, and, and it's absolutely flawed because there is yeah. massive bullshit on the internet, like yep. you said, and it just takes yep. from that. It doesn't yeah. know what's yep. bullshit, what's right. Yep. Like, for example, a lawyer the other day mm -hmm. um, cited sources from AI. Okay. That, and then the AI, he asked yep. the AI, like, is this, does this happen? Yep. Does this account? And the yep. AI's like, yeah, yeah, this happened. And it was completely false, completely yep. manufactured. And yep. he lost yep. his, <laughs> yep. lost his license and just completely... Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, um, but yeah, just yeah. completely. Um, no, it makes sense. Makes sense. Um, again, it's it's <laughs> it's a very new technology, yes. uh, new in terms of like um, accessibility to the public. Yes. Right. I don't know where it's gonna go. Right. Is it gonna result in Skynet? Who knows. But without being so like that's yes. a little extreme what, and everything. What, but what will happen, yeah. I, in my opinion, is yeah. remember when the calculator? Oh, we, maybe a calculator was a little bit before yeah. our time. But people stopped learning how to do math in their heads. I mean, yeah. Why would you do it? There's a calculator. Just da, da, da. you don't know what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of the same skills we're gonna lose during uh, this AI uh, yeah. era. We're gonna lose a lot of the basic stuff that we just, yeah. could just yeah. put in. Yeah, again, like, I mean, like, people still know how to do math in their head and stuff like that. Right, and right. with math, at least it's just learning the process. Like, you true, true. you learn the process and then, like, does it matter if you know what 846 times 39 is? Like, no. I suppose, right? yeah. Um, but with stuff like generating art, generating music, generating your case as a lawyer, mm. generating your TV scripts and your movie scripts and all that stuff, like, those are artistic things. Generally speaking, artistic things have kind of been outside of the realm of, you know, technological invasion mm -hmm. and taking up jobs and stuff like that, right? Because um, it's, it's hard to automate the creative process, right? 100%. And with this AI stuff, like I know that a lot of the AI um, imagery programs, what they do is they scour Google Images, they mm. take all these images, so there was, there is talk about, you know, is this copyright, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you used, um, you know, a Goya painting as your basis for this nose in this goblin that you generated right oh. you've now essentially copyright you've taken you've an asset of something yeah taken on yeah on somebody's original work but you've just yes. it right now with again i'm not an expert on ip laws or anything but with um i don't know if that's transformative which is what media needs to be if you're going to use an ip of somebody else right but yeah yeah Interesting stuff. Something to keep yeah. an eye out for, at least in the coming, you know. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it doesn't affect my life at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, yeah. don't really give a shit about it, to be no, honest. I... Like, it's cool technology and everything, but, you know, I try to live more in... In real life. Do, in real life and doing shit for myself, right? Like, if I want to learn how to draw, I'm going to learn how to draw. You draw. What you does that mean? Get better. What does that mean? Time and effort. It's the only way anybody's ever gotten any good at ever. It's the only way anybody has ever gotten good at anything, right, is time and effort. doesn't matter if you're talking about calculus, organic chemistry, weightlifting, drawing, whatever. Making mistakes, learning time, from them. Exactly. And effort is the only thing way that anybody's ever gotten good, right? And it's like with every, how expedited everything's become in society, 
are as many people taking the time and effort to learn new skills. Now, don't get me right. wrong. You can spend less effort because you're doing things more efficiently, for example. What do you but mean efficiently? Ah, uh, that's true. You have, you, you have to learn. You have to learn. You're automating to... the process of what your outline. Uh, no, no. Right? So, I, yeah, no. I just mean like as you get better at things, you become a little bit more efficient. Mm -hmm. So the effort might go down, or it just becomes easier for you, right? But that's then you've spent the time and the effort, and now you've gotten good at it. Yeah, so, yeah. I yeah. guess it is still yeah, time and effort. Outside of AI and all that stuff, yeah. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. but yeah. That got sidetracked. A little bit of AI talk, yeah. That got sidetracked a yeah. lot. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's going to be these podcasts here and there. Yeah, we have no yeah. plan, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, I do feel like we uh, did touch on some pretty important yeah. points on the fitness uh, side, which let's go yeah. back to it. Sure, now that we're, sure. Now that we've, yep. we have gone a little sidetracked. So, Ab has been working out on and off for the last, you know, last while, right? Yeah. Last couple of years and everything. But over the last six months or so, Describe to me how you've been making out with your workouts, mm -hmm. obstacles you've been facing, that's, things that have been that's going great well, because cetera, things have not been going well. They've been going bit. well recently, but in yeah. the past uh, five, five or so months, mm -hmm. I kind of just been. It's funny because you're talking about working out intuitively, but that's kind of like a, a ridiculous way of how I was going about it, kind yeah. of wasting my time. So when when I was going to the gym, mm -hmm. I didn't really respect the time or. The, an actual workout plan that you you did create a workout plan um, for me. We have all the footage for. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll maybe we'll drop a little sneak peek of uh, something like that. But um, I wasn't following the workout plan exactly how, how I should have been, and I ended up wasting so much of my time going to the gym. Yeah. Even I, one, I didn't go to the gym a lot of the times because I I wasn't feeling good yeah. with the list. I wasn't doing anything properly, yeah. and so I was a little bit demotivated. Um, but recently, I started following to the T, and the just today I hit. Like my squat, one rep max, or I guess two rep max. Yeah. But uh, it just the the importance of following a program mm -hmm. properly and not bullshitting your way, finding an excuse to not go to the gym is so <laughs> valuable. Then maybe in the past two weeks that I've gone, I've gotten more progress than I have in the five months of just bullshitting my way, going yeah. in, doing whatever I feel like. Right, that kind of stuff was is just. You have to respect your time. You go there, you only have an hour or something yeah. to do. You got to maximize it. You got to put in that efficient training. So. Um, definitely, guys, follow a plan. Yeah, <laughs> I can no. tell you, I've wasted a lot of time not following a proper plan. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, um, like, there's a difference between working out and training, right? Mm -hmm. Working out is just, you can define that as just going into the gym, doing some shit, getting a little bit of a pump going, and then leaving, right? Mm -hmm. Where you don't necessarily need a plan you don't necessarily need any variables that you're trying to modify or increase or decrease throughout time right you're just going and doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff which is what i think a lot of people do that is totally fine though right that is totally fine though right <clears throat> if you just need to get moving just going and working out is fine however if you have specific goals that you want to attain um whether that's you know putting on 10 pounds of muscle looking at filling out your shirts losing fat yeah. right or just like hitting strength records and stuff like that like if you have specific goals you need to be training right you need to have a plan you need to have that plan periodized over a set amount of time right <clears throat> most of my programs generally last anywhere from you know on the very short end i'd run a six-week program on the very long end i'd run like a four-month program mm. and where i'm doing the same stuff and i have a general idea of what i'm going to do each and every single day for the duration of that program right um and that's what training is you don't just go in and do some shit and hope to get better and right. hope to make progress like you have to have a specific goal in mind <clears throat> and then you reverse engineer that goal mm. and pick your plan pick your program pick how you're going to progress stuff right that way you're actually going to end up meeting your goal, not just like falling by the wayside, right? 100%. The other reason I was faltering was that, and it's something that you mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, was like, there really is never an excuse. There's yeah. always going to yeah. be an excuse. There was, at the time, I'm thinking, oh, well, <clears throat> I had this, or I also have Muay Thai, so I'm just going to... Yeah. But at the end of the day, none of that shit matters. There's always going to be something that comes up, and until you can go to the gym... Every you know day that you should, while shit's going yeah. on, while life is going on, you're not <clears throat> able to follow any of these plans, any of these workouts. Yeah, so um, it is so easy to just say, I'll do this tomorrow, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, you are only given so many hours, so many minutes, so many seconds in a day, right? Whatever the math breaks down to. Every minute that you waste, you don't get back, 
right? You can't retake time. That time is now gone. It's expired, right? So it's like when you have stuff going on in your life, obviously when shit's going on, shit's going on. That being said, you can't lose sight of the other things that make you happy, make you feel whole, make you have a positive mental outlook on life. Like if I don't go to the gym for four or five days, I get depressed, I get angsty, mm -hmm. I get pissed off, right? My fuse goes like really short mm -hmm. if I'm not doing the things I need to be doing, right? For my own mental capacity, right? Um, so it's like, realistically, everybody has time to go to the gym. I have trained single mothers with two kids, who literally would work out at 5.30 in the morning, finish their workout, drive home, make breakfast for their kids, get them ready for school, get those kids off to school, go to work themselves, go to work for the day, come home, kids are already home from school, or they pick them up, cook dinner, clean up dinner, do some chores, boom. They have time for a workout. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why the fuck do you not have time exactly. for a workout, right? Realistically, like... It's all what you, like, and this is even in a broader sense, like, life is literally what you make of, make of it, right? Life is what you make of it. If you sit around just moping around, doing jack shit, you know, woe is me attitude, oh, I've got this going on, this going on, this going on, like, you will never just magically bring yourself out of that mental state. You're it giving takes, those things the power over exactly. you instead of you taking power over them. And it takes two things. We've already hit on them. Time and effort, right? Whether now, like, again, not to go onto the too much of the, like, well-being side of things, but, like, whatever is going on in your life that is preventing you from going and spending half an hour working on yourself, improving the quality of your life, and improving the longevity of your life, um, which is a really tangible thing. Uh, like, when people say, like, you've said this a lot, like, um, you know, I, I want to live longer. It's like, you're not guaranteed right. tomorrow. Right. right? Why are you worrying about 40 years from now when you're not guaranteed tomorrow? That being said, what you do today is going to impact how you feel and what you do tomorrow. If you fuck off and don't do your workout and don't do stuff that you have to do today, that means that now you've added stress to tomorrow mm. because you now need to make that up in some sort of way, right? Your laziness of today means stress for tomorrow. And which probably, right? if you're a procrastinator, is going to make tomorrow even more and, daunting. And, worse. and then you get into this massive state of anxiety where mm. it's like, I've got all this shit that's overdue that I haven't done for so long, and I'm speaking from experience that's, that's, here. No, I feel yeah. it. I'm literally feeling yeah. that the past few months. I'm, I felt that. I'm speaking from experience here because I'm a massive procrastinator, yeah. and it's like, it's like you just you have all these things that you put on the back burner and you push off to the side, but then those pebbles end up being mountains, and it's like, shit, I need to do this, 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 and this. I can't do all this at one time. You feel overwhelmed. You revert and retreat back into your shell more. And then next thing you know, it's like you you can't dig yourself out of it without help. Right? And all you could have done was just do the thing that you need to do at the moment. Yeah. Now. All yeah. you really have yeah. is now. Yep. Yeah. Because that's what you're guaranteed, right? Now. This moment. Right? Freaking Donnie Darko. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a plane could crash into this house right now and... Yeah. We'd both be dead, right? Donnie Darko style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not wood. It's, it's not plastic. It's not wood. But realistically, like, now is, now is the only time it's guaranteed to you, 100%. right? And um, I get this all the time when I'm talking to, like, prospective clients and stuff like that, where, like, and every personal trainer deals with this, right? We deal with people's excuses all day. We'll have people reach out, hey, man, like, I want to get fit. I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to look good for the beach, you know, et cetera, et cetera, right? And then it's like... Then you get into talking and it's like, okay, well, it's going to be three to four days a week of working out, right? We'll work with your schedule. We'll make it work. You're going to have to commit, you know, 45 minutes to an hour for those three to four days a week. And they're like, oh man, but, uh, you know, right now, you know, I can't commit to it right now because, uh, like, uh, I don't know, my, my, my girlfriend's yeah. pregnant. Something. And it's like, whatever, or whatever, right? Not even girlfriend pregnant. That's a big thing. But like something mundane, like, oh, I can't commit to it right now because, you know, um, my sister is visiting, right? Or something like that. It could be anything, really. It's like, whatever the excuse is. And it's like, okay, what does your sister visiting have to do with you going out for an hour, working on yourself, being a better person, getting into a better mood, right? Get those positive hormones flooding your system, the endorphin, the runner's high, and all that stuff. And then you being a more, you know complete person as your sister is visiting it's right? almost like we're looking for an excuse like exactly. my sister's visiting yeah. mm, i get to not yeah. do this hard work that i an effort yeah. that i and there should will be always doing. be an excuse and that's the biggest thing that's why realistically if you're looking to get into working out and getting into fitness and improving your life it's not about 
I'm going to do this when I don't have things going on. If anything, you want to do it when you have things going on. Mm. Reason being is that at some point, you're going to have a lot of things going on yeah. in your life, right? Things are going to stack up. Stress at work is going to build. You know, relationships might falter, whatever. But you're going to have shit going on in your life, right? So if you get into fitness and establish that routine when shit is hitting the fan, that means that when that time comes again, you're going to know how to deal with it, right? If you jump into something while everything is the calm waters, mm -hmm. when it starts to get rocky, that's going to be the first thing you drop, mm -hmm. right? Because it's you're just not used to having that dedication and that commitment to it, right? And yeah, that's that's the biggest thing with like prospective clients and stuff like that is the timing stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like everybody's busy. Everybody has their stuff going Everyone on, right? Going on. Everybody's got 24 hours in a day, right? You don't have any more different time than I do, than Bill Gates does, than, you know, Anderson Silva does. Every, everybody has the same amount of time it's in true. a day. It's what you do with it that ultimately determines what your life is like, as well as your, your happiness and your future, right? What you do today determines your tomorrow. And right? we are a sum of all the things that we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm a big advocate of, you know, there are no mistakes in life, just learning opportunities. Assuming that you learn from them, it's not a mistake, right? Yeah. Assuming that you like, you know, you don't kill somebody or something like that. Yeah. Like, you know, just all those... a little disclaimer in case yeah, we get all, all of that... those extremes aside. <laughs> oh, Rob's okay to do anything. <laughs> it's okay to kill people. <laughs> yeah, no, all those extremes aside, but like generally speaking, like there's no such thing as a mistake if you learn from it, right? That's a growth opportunity. If you get back yeah. up and you keep working on it. It's a growth opportunity. That's when yeah. you reassess stuff and it's like, why was I so cringe in grade eight? And then you sit up all night thinking about that and then you can't get to sleep. Because you're thinking trip. about all the cringe shit you did in first year university, and then you're like, man, I was so cringe. That's definitely a thought that everyone's had. And then you improve on it, though. Then I you improve so. on it. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we're not the same people. But no, um, no. I, that's it's a big point because a lot of people will definitely be looking for the first mm -hmm. easy excuse. I've, I've done it I've done it multiple times where I've said an excuse and you be like, what, well, what does that stop you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah right. I should just yeah. go. Like, what, why am I even looking for this thing? Yeah. so natural. And that's just not just fitness. It's everything in life in a way, right? Mm -hmm. Anything that's difficult that you know requires time and effort, it's easy to fall in there. So if you, every time that happens and you don't make an excuse, you've just trained that muscle, you've mm -hmm. trained that circuit, you've now taken control over your life in that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, that being said, like, stuff will come up, you just need to know how to plan around it. Right. Like, um, normally right now I work out Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Mm. That's my workout right now. Um, this weekend I had a concert on Saturday, sorry, a concert on Friday, Dungeons and Dragons on Sun Saturday. Concert on Friday, Dungeons and Dragons on Saturday. So I missed my Friday workout. I couldn't do it Saturday to make it up. So I had to do it on Sunday. So right now I'm a day behind, right? But I completed my week, right? My week working out four days a week. And now with this week, I just need to work out Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Is it going to suck working out three days in a row? Yeah. Hmm. Is there a time commitment? Yes. But what am I going to do? You got to do what you got to well, do. Yeah, what am I going like, to make, make excuses, right? Your feelings don't care. Your goals don't care about your feelings, right? End of the day, your goals are your goals. They don't care if you're feeling depressed or sad or lazy or anxious or anything like that, right? Exactly. So sometimes it's, that's not to diminish any of those feelings, but sometimes it's about, you know, accepting and understanding those feelings that you're feeling and then moving on not dwelling in it that's right? a great point because you we, when we did our one punch one month mm -hmm. uh workout with uh, a bunch of people you said you were like it's okay <clears throat> if you guys miss a day but you didn't want to give them a blank day where they yeah. could just do nothing yeah. it's like if something really mm -hmm. comes up it's okay don't beat yourself up on yeah. it you guys are doing great you're just working out all this but if you give them that that day where it's like oh no no we're just gonna do six instead of seven they're gonna do five instead yeah. of six they're gonna yeah. do People, yeah. we just want to grab the easy yeah. way out and we have to figure out a way to get past yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So the clause with that was, because again, it was a lot, especially yeah. for beginners, working yeah. out for a month straight. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, <every day. laughs> like, they like, did a good job. Yeah, and the dudes that did it, like, good on them. Like, I think there was one guy that, like, was relatively fit at the time um, and everybody else was pretty, pretty green Fresh. or had done stuff previously, like, back in university and stuff like that, right? But pretty green for the current current state that they were in right and yeah it was it was a month straight of working out which is insane to do um but yeah i gave them 
the clause that you can't miss more than one workout per week. Mm-hmm. And I only told them at like week two. Exactly. When somebody said, is it okay if, if I skip a day? And I was like, yes. Yeah, absolutely you, it you is. You can't beat yourself yeah. up on shit that yeah. it's like if you're already doing it. But yeah. you just, again, yeah. you have to be putting in that time and effort. Yeah. That's yeah. really only if you're doing that. Yeah, and that's why I didn't right out of the gate be like, exactly. yeah, you can skip one day a week, right? <laughs> you know they would have skipped yeah, two. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, wait until somebody asks about it and then be yeah. like, yes, absolutely. If you need a day for recovery, if your sets aren't going well, either don't work out or do half of the total volume that's programmed for the day and just recover and give yourself a break, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you give people an inch, they'll take a mile. Hundred percent, right? Hundred percent. I'm hundred percent. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was me. I, and I, I, I'm really taking this to heart because every time I do come up with an excuse, yeah. even if some of them are legit, you're always just like, so fucking yeah. what? You can still go yeah. like, okay, sleep one hour less, go get your workout. Yeah. I'm like, shit, you're right, dude. Like, dude, I go to the gym at like eight thirty p.m. Yeah. Like, 8.30 yeah. to 10 p.m. is when I go to the gym. Do I want to? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. I don't want to be at the gym until 10 o'clock at night. But it's like, that's that's when I have time to go to the gym, so that's when I'm going to use the time to go to the gym. Yep. Right? Um, it's either that or I don't, because I don't really have time throughout the day to go to the gym with my current schedule, my current setup. So it's like, what am I going to do? Just not go to the gym, end up getting pissed off, angry depressed, anxious, defeated. And the spiral right? downwards. Exactly. Exactly. The next thing you know, it's been two or three weeks and I was like, oh, I haven't worked out in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe I should go. I'll go tomorrow. Mm. And then that the just dreaded, continues. The dreaded tomorrow. No, that, 100%. Yeah, this, continues, right? this is a big, big yeah. issue that uh, I think gamers in general are also, mm. they really want that quick fix. Instantaneous, that, yeah. It's just, hit. it's a very, yeah. um, uh, there's been a lot of studies. Yeah. Gamers are have a lot of troubles with addictions they have yep. a lot of troubles with commitment and, and and focus and so that's why i think fitness in general yep. is so needed and it's difficult but it's needed yeah in the fitness community, yeah in the so I, that's that's interesting though because like gamers aren't a genetic type of person no. right like, that's, no. that's a lifestyle choice right yes um like being a gamer you're not born a gamer right you're through lifestyle you've chosen to be right um, and I think that a lot of like instantaneous, instantaneous gratification, right? That instant dopamine hit, they have problems with commitment and stuff like that is probably rooted to the fact that you're playing what? 20 to 40 minutes per game. Game's not going well. You finish the game, you do another one, right? Um, there's no permanence to that, right? Yes. You have your record and everything, but there's no permanence to that, right? It's over and done with. It's all in a virtual world. Once it's ended, the game's ended. It never exists again, right? There's no permanence to that, and it's like, it's not reality, right? Like, even with the Dungeons & Dragons stuff that we were doing, like, that is, there is permanence to it, right? <clears throat> even though it was online, like, it's still just the connections and stuff like that and the role play aspect of it, as well as, like, actually just, like, you know... The connections that you're making, the impact that you're having on people as you're going through it, right? Like, there's a little bit more permanence to it than just flaming people on League of right. Legends gen and, chat, right? And, and the thing is, like, League of Legends or whatever yeah. co- company, yeah. these gaming companies are, they have a team of psychologists oh, yeah. trying yeah. to make these yeah. things as addictive as possible. I mean, yeah. this is coming, I love games. Like, yeah, same, I, but I'm same. just saying, yeah. you kind of have to be aware yeah. that don't let it take control of yeah. your life, don't let it change the chemistry yeah. in your brain yeah. so badly that you can't go to the gym I'm, I've been struggling yeah. with this like yeah. I know that I'm yeah, that's the way I, I feel and now I'm like more aware of it I'm like yeah. wow I've been trying to make excuses for everything I've just I feel discouraged because I don't see instant you know results and it's yeah. like this is going to take a long time like yeah. you mentioned yeah. this is not a being yeah. a healthier is going to take you don't big you, you don't get in like at the in, in real life like when you start a new character or a new journey or a new skill right you don't play one game and then get a nice flashy bam, big banner, and then level two comes Unless up. Unless it's Diablo three, of course, and you get it like this in one rift. No, <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying, <laughs> though, yes, like in real life, yes. you don't get that, right? Oh, yeah, like yeah. when you, if you play a character for the first time in League of Legends, like you're right. gonna you're level gonna up in the first, but you're also gonna level oh. up in the first game, right? Yes, and you're gonna have that instant gratification of yeah, oh, I did yes, a thing. Yes. I'm level two now. Time to grind for three, right? Mm-hmm. And that keeps you going. Game right. after game after game. Oh, I'm level four now. I've There's a bunch got, like, of those things going yeah, on. Yeah, I've probably man. got two or three more games until, you know, I'm level five. Let's just, like, grind it out for the night, then I'll call it a day. Mm. Right? Um, you don't get that in real life. Right? There's no big banner. It's just quiet, silent achievements that you make. Right? You do a squat. It's five pounds more than you did last week. That's your achievement. Right? right. It's a number in your logbook. Mm-hmm. 
205, 210. That's your achievement, right? And it's big. It's huge, it's huge, but that's it, right? There's Mm -hmm. no flashing banners, there's no colors, there's no fireworks. Like, I play a lot of um, Heroes of the Storm, the Blizzard MOBA. I know it's dead game and all that stuff, but, like, if I play a MOBA, that's the MOBA that I play, because I'm a massive Blizzard simp. But, um, Diablo 4. Diablo 4 is, yeah, coming up. And then a week, I think, right? Something like that, yeah. I'm going to let them fix fix all the bugs and everything and give it a little bit, because Diablo 3's release was... uh, it was something. It was something. It was, it was a thing. Yeah, just, uh, just watch. Just stay on the border. It was a thing. Watch, so yeah. I'm going to give it a like probably a couple weeks or a month, month and a t- month or two before I like actually like jump in and buy it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, no, so like, so, like was... with the with the mobas, like when you when you level up and here's a storm, like it literally has fireworks shooting across your screen and almost like the sound of like uh, you know the the casino the things the, the, <laughs> like yeah. it's literally yeah, yeah, actually crazy they've figured out what to do to just spark that like oh shit yeah I leveled up right you don't get that in real life right 100%. you get 2% better 3% better whatever and it's just it's there and even right? when your numbers go up like you said 5 yeah. pounds 10 pounds yeah. you may not even notice a difference physically that might even take even longer like you know looks I mean? yeah looks oh, wise yeah. it might take Fuck even no. longer looks, yeah. looks take forever to change yeah. man yeah. It's, like, it's a lifestyle looks like, yeah like looks like you're not gonna go to the gym once and then put on two pounds of muscle period full stop you can get a pump get the blood flowing expand the muscles and you'll look better for the short term mm-hmm. but there's a thing like with the pump like whenever you're you don't have a pump you wish that you looked like how you yeah. do with the pump and then you end up building the muscle so that you look like how you wanted to with the pump. But then when you have a pump, you look bigger. So it's just this continuing process, yeah. right? Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like, there's no flashy achievements and stuff like that. So if you're used to that in a video game setting, real life achievements are going to seem a lot duller, right? Until one. you like really accept that you know the only person that you're there for is you, right? And that's something that all of my beginners have to come over is the only person that they're really there for is you. If you fuck up and you don't do your workouts for a week without like a valid reason, like I was sick as fuck or I was on my honeymoon or, you know, I, I had a kid or something like that. Right. If you just like fuck off from your workouts, like that's then my job to hold you accountable. But at the end of the day, I'm just holding you accountable to yourself. You end up hurting your future self. Exactly. I'm just holding you accountable to yourself and the goals that you had set out at the very beginning when we initially discussed what you want to do. Right? Yeah. So I'm just holding you accountable to you. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's all about you. Which yeah. comes, I come to think about it, like something that I feel like mm-hmm. I've accomplished recently by going to the gym consistently yep. is that itself is the accomplishment. Yeah. That yeah. fighting, that that inside a troll that's like, oh, you know, it's it's you, it's fine. You did a, a lot yesterday. You're tired today. Whatever. Yeah. Fighting that and going, that is an achievement. Yeah. And it's going to, I hope, leak into the other aspects of my life that yeah. I want to be more mentally strong. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, mental fortitude is another thing that we could talk about. Why don't we talk about mental fortitude, then, like, wrap it up. For sure. That, well, that's <laughs> a great segue. I we'll don't talk. know how long I'm we've been pretty here sure for. Been, yeah. I'm going to guess 40 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't even know if it's still recording, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully your phone's still Yeah, off. yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah like, um, with mental fortitude, like, and this is the biggest thing about working out for me and why I work out is because I used to struggle with depression, social anxiety, all of, all of that stuff. I was a complete wreck for multiple years of my life, right? But, like, through not necessarily only working out, but through doing hard things, right? Whether that's fighting, like, physically, like, martial arts and stuff like that, working out, I don't want to say powerlifting because I'm not a powerlifter, I don't compete, thereby I can't be powerlifter, but just doing, like, hard strength training, hard mm-hmm. conditioning, right? Through doing those hard things, you do develop mental fortitude, 100%. right? Because, um, again, it's it's circling back to the very beginning of this conversation, right? The only way that you get better at stuff is by doing it, right? Is by skill development. And ultimately, if you want to develop a stronger mindset, that means that you need to expose yourself to stuff that you need a strong mindset for, right? So, and I think that's been personally for me the biggest thing about working out is that you know, it's given me a strong mindset where I can approach situations in my regular life and approach them confidently and, like, just as I want to say a regular human being going from my baseline, right, just approach myself as a regular or present myself as a regular human being, right? Um, Because you've developed that mental fortitude where it's like, yo, I can squat, like, 435, like, Mm -hmm. I can approach this person and ask them this question, right? And it's not to say that, like, the weight that you squat is going to define you as a person, but just having that background of, like, 
I can do this. Gives you confidence. Right? Yeah, I can do this. I know what it's like to struggle with a set. I know what it's like to push myself to my absolute limits. And you were okay after. Yeah, which is huge, right? And that's something that I've like really hammered home for all of my clients, you included, is like going to that point of failure, right? Mm -hmm. And every single fucking one of my clients I've had that conversation with repeatedly is go to failure with your accessories, like your smaller isolated movements like bicep curls and stuff, right? Um, because not only is that where you're going to make the most gains in terms of muscle development as well as strength to a degree, um, but that's <clears throat> what's going to teach you to do the hard thing, right? There's, uh, you know, Marco Polo, the Netflix series. Yep. I, don't, I haven't seen it, but I know. Oh, okay. Well, I've, I've watched it over and over again a couple times. Absolutely love that show. Absolute trust that it's canceled, right? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's one scene in it where um, Kublai Khan and Marco Polo go up into um, the mountains because Kublai needs to find himself or something like that. He needs to make a really hard decision about something, mm. right? I forget what it was, the specific context of it. But anyway, so they go up to the mountains. Kublai Khan is debating on killing Marco Polo or something like that. And Marco actually saves Kublai, right? And then he gets, he saves him, despite him being like, yo, I could kill this guy right now. Right. Be free of all this. Go back to Italy, right? Go back to my people and not be essentially a well-kept slave of the Mongolian Empire, right? So he ends up saving Kublai. And then they go back into town, go back to the palace or whatever, and then... Kublai's wife ends up asking him, like, oh, why did, why is Marco still here, et cetera, et cetera, why have you chosen to make this decision, and he's, like, instantly gets, like, fired up, and he's, like, he did a hard thing, he made a hard decision that he's gonna have to suffer for, that he's gonna have to struggle with, but ultimately, it was the decision that he wanted to make, right, and I think there's a lot of value to that, that's why I say, like, you do the hard thing, because right. obviously that stuck with me, um, because it's, like, you do the hard thing, you make the hard decision, for the greater good of your life, right? And yes. that means getting your head out of your ass, doing the shit you gotta do, whether that's, you know, going to the gym, cooking your food, right? Or just reaching out to your parents. No, right? yeah, there's so whatever, many social right? Whatever things. it is. Um, but, and you do that enough and you start developing that strong mindset where you're able to do those things without the procrastination, without the contemplation beforehand where it's just like, oh shit, I gotta do this, I'm gonna go do it, right? Yeah. Yep. And it's a learned behavior. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it is a learned behavior. It's a right? muscle that you're training in a way, yeah, too. Yeah, it's Connection. a learned behavior. Yeah, that you need to just practice doing the hard thing. And that means stepping outside of your comfort zone, stepping outside of your box, right? Not a massive leap, but a step outside of your box. Literally, that's One what the phrase... is. the other. That's what the fucking phrase yeah. is, is a step. step outside of your box. No, leap outside and of it. And when you're ready, you take right? the next step, you know? Don't go from being a complete introvert into, you know, public speaking. <laughs> right. But, yeah. like, take that intermediary right. step where it's like... Yo, maybe I'm going to have a conversation with the cashier at yes. Sobeys today. Yes. Yes. Maybe I'm going to compliment, you know, a non-creepy compliment on, like, I don't know, a piece of jewelry, jewelry they're wearing or something like right. that, right? But, like, right. a very small step outside of your box, right? Yeah. And that's just going to build that mental confidence and that's, that fortitude, right? That's that a really good right? uh, thing that you brought up because the social anxiety mm -hmm. that people are living with, especially after COVID, is astronomical yeah. right now. Yeah. And and you people think like, well, going to the gym is really going to help that? Fuck yeah, it's going to help <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. It's all it's all here, right? Yep. And when you realize that you've done something difficult and you're fine, and mm -hmm. you're like, you can do that again. You can do it again. And when disasters happen, you're not you're going to be okay because yep. you've been you've been in a place where it's doomed and you. You still do the right thing. You still do the, you know yeah. what I mean, the difficult yeah. thing. So, yeah. and you've been there. So that's a very good yeah. point. Yeah. It's just again, like again, it's all about repeated, small, incremental exposure, right? Um, progressive overload. I, I progressive overloading <laughs> is literally what it is. Like what that that is, is yeah. the physiological term for it is progressive overloading. Before, if you want to go, no. yeah, yeah, but of your mind, right? And that's again, that's how you get good at anything, right? Time and effort. Exactly. Drawing, lifting weights, approaching people, right? Man, like, there are some people that I know who have no right being as confident as they are, but can just approach and talk to anyone, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I can't do that, yeah. right? But, like, it gets better as you, like, expose yourself a little bit more. And, yeah, after COVID, like, I was a mess. I could not talk to people, straight up. Like, there was probably a solid, like, three or four months where I started to try to get used to 
socializing. Like my girlfriend and I went to a party. Mm. We didn't know anybody there super well. We were kind of invited as acquaintances of somebody. And uh, I was like, yo, what the fuck? There's like 40 people here. I need mm-hmm. to interact with people. What do I say about my life when they ask me? Oh, so mm-hmm. what do you do? What about this and that? I'm just like, oh, right. Train people. Yeah, like, like I was. You, I was a mess. No, exactly. Man. The same, but you just like. Yeah. And yeah. the moment you can't, it's like it's, it's debilitating. Yeah, it's because it's a skill. Socialization is a skill as well, right? Mm-hmm. Learning how to talk to people. That's why, like, people who you know have a lot of brothers and sisters, grew up in a very solid community, visiting people's houses and all that stuff, and never stop doing that. Like that's why, like, they're able to interact more with each other, with people easier, right? Because they have that baseline to fall on right that's true and right? if you have social anxiety and you need, you want to go to the gym and you're yeah. afraid of people just go in less busy times oh like, man just, nobody, nobody gives a shit about you at the gym uh, that too nobody but, gives but, a fucking but shit about you gym. are yeah. seeing yeah. people and whatever i'm just like yeah. just go in business like i started going in the yeah. morning empty it's bliss yeah you get to do whatever you want you don't think about anyone mm-hmm. you take whatever yeah. i'm just it's just a little tip for yeah because yeah. i've had friends like oh there's too many people at the gym i don't want them looking like First of all, they're not. Yeah. You're looking at yeah. you That but, being yeah. said, like, nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. fucking cares about you at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Yeah. True. Like, True. there might be one or two douchebags there. Yeah. Right? But chances are most people, especially, like, if you are, like, overweight or underweight, severely on either side mm-hmm. of the spectrum, like, most people that see you are like, fuck yeah. They yeah. might not come up and say it. Yeah. But that's the thought that the person that they have in your head, right? Because they are, exactly. like, <clears throat> if you see an overweight person at the gym... What are you gonna say? Nobody's saying Yo, there, bro, like, you should you need to lose weight. Like, it's what? like, why do you think I'm here? <laughs> yeah. You're literally watching me work on yeah. my problems while I'm here. Like yes. like again, like most people understand that and recognize that. But it's like like you're literally watching me do the thing that I need to do in order to do the thing, become the thing that you're telling like me. Like if to I be, don't right? go to the gym, like yeah. I'm gonna lose myself too. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is great that we're all here. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. Going so, a few times, you'll notice that people don't People like, don't give a shit about you. And yeah. you'll realize that it's okay. That's yeah. a life lesson in general is that, generally speaking, True. people don't fucking care about you. True. Right? You are not a special person. Everyone's worried about their own ang- exactly. anxious selves. Everybody's just worrying about themselves, right? <laughs> yeah. Trying to make their way through life. Exactly. Right? Like, people, generally speaking, don't fucking care about you. Right? And that goes for everything. Like, you have your family, you have your friends, which is fine and dandy. Um, but, like, outside but of that... really Yeah, outside zero. of that, like, <laughs> like, even at work and stuff like that. Like, if you quit your job tomorrow... Your workers aren't going to be like, oh, man, I just really wish that Ken was here. Unless you're like hella close Ken friends. Ken was here, uh, friends. Yeah. Ken was here like a month down the road, right? You're just going to be replaced and it's going to keep on going on, cogging the wheel, right? Like generally people, generally speaking, people don't care about other people in like a very physical sense. Which is why you have to care about you the most. Which is why you need to care about you, but it also, it's, that's, that sounds depressing, but it's also liberating as well. Right? Because people don't fucking care about you. That means mm-hmm. you can be the fucking weirdo that you want to be. Right? Will people well, judge you? Others. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's always the baseline, right? Is <laughs> yep. like, like as long as you're not directly negatively impacting others, like you can be the weirdo that you want to be. Mm-hmm. You can do what you want to do and live the life that you want to do. Well, live the life that you want to live because at the end of the day, like people don't fucking care about you. And you can be they might sit there and make a passing judgment, right? right? They might sit there and make a passing judgment. Why is that guy dressed as a furry? Great question. Right, I get right? that all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yep, this guy's got his... You know, you're a scaly, aren't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, Dragonborn. The other day. Everybody. Ab has multiple scaly outfits. Oh, shit. You know, they, that sounds really expensive. I'm not going to lie. I would <laughs> it be is, proud man. Of Those things, like, actual full fucking furry costumes. <laughs> That's how we finish like, up this man, podcast. they're expensive. It gets crazy. People pay good crazy. money for... um. Like, their avatars drawn up, too. Like, an avatar is a furry, yeah. There's, I told Gladys to start doing that, my girlfriend. There's she, actually a big phenomenon on Twitch, and I'm just going to yep. segue into it. It's um the V... It's like a virtual you. Okay. It's not... It's like something yeah, that yeah, looks yeah. like you, but it's just virtual. Okay. And then when you move, it moves. But it's okay. just like, a, it's just like an image. It's really. a motion tracking, essentially. Yeah, and yep. it's just like a... So, yep. so that sounds interesting, yeah. too. Yep. <laughs> We're really just getting as fur, yep. far away from yep. reality as possible. Yep. But yeah, like Gladys <laughs> wanted... Like Gladys, like she does... My girlfriend does uh, digital art and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, and I was like, yo, you should just start drawing furries because they'll pay hundreds of dollars for a good, very artistic depiction of themselves in their furry costume doing whatever, right? Uh, definitely some uh, uh, 
there's some X-rated illegal shit in there as well. There's some big money. Yep. In that, yep. But in that for the general people, like own. yeah, but for the general people, like you can. Friend told me that. Yeah, if my friend told me that. <laughs> yeah, I heard friend. from a friend of a friend of mine that yes, furries, yes. there's big monies in furries. Cost about two thousand four hundred and thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah, right. From a friend. If you get it from John, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, like. I was like, yeah, you should just start drawing furries. She's like, no, there's no way people pay for that. I said, oh, yeah? I pull up the furry drawing subreddit, <laughs> oh, and no. she's like, no. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Has she, no, I don't want to know. No, she hasn't. No, she hasn't. No, she hasn't drawn furries or anything. Or no, no. She's uh-huh. on um, sacrilegious religious thing right now. Yeah, drawing sacrilegious shit, because that's what she wants to do. Well... Yeah. She would be free to do whatever she wants. There yep. is nobody cares about what you do, really. Yep, you gotta exactly. just keep doing yep. the things that improve yep. your life, yeah. and that's all that matters. Progressive overload, like you said, yep. a little step at a time. All right, we should cut it there. Thank you guys. Thanks for, for joining. In. If you have any questions about any of this stuff or just comments in general, um, leave them in the comments below. We're posting this most likely on YouTube and Spotify. Any final words? No, no, that's good. It's good. Um, yeah, feel free to follow our social medias. Uh, what's your Twitch? Twitch is Heisendong, and um, YouTube, I also have a, a Heisendong YouTube channel, but we're going to be posting this one on Project Full Heal, mm-hmm. and what are your socials, good sir? And I've got my Instagram, which is darkside underscore fitness underscore coach, and then Ab and I have joint uh, TikTok and YouTube, which is just Project Full Heal. Yep, which we'll see this on, hopefully. Yep, thanks for joining everybody. Enjoy Y'all stay safe and have a good one. Peace. Peace.